Kami, play We're All Yankovics. Playing We're All Yankovics theme song. Welcome back to We're All Yankovics. Yeah. What, no. what? 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 Woo hoo. Woo hoo. Yes, we're taking things seriously today. Oh, woo hoo. Yes. Is that serious? Woo hoo. I, I, how, how do you woo seriously? Uh, I approve. Yes, yes, bravo, bravo. Huzzah. Huzzah. There, there you go. go. Here, let's start over. All right, start over. All right. Welcome back to We're All Yankovic. Huzzah. Huzzah, indeed. Yes, we're, we're serious today because we have a great interview. Uh, we're going to talk to Lily Hirsch, who has a book called Weird Al. Seriously. Seriously? Seriously. Seriously. Coming out in March, and uh, it, we, we got a chance to read a little bit of it, and it it's good. It's it's an academic book, uh, so it's got a lot of facts in it, and it just it it tells a great story of Weird Al. And then he's and then and then I don't know what we we've only been able to read one chapter, but we want to read more. We so do. so uh, we got Lily on the phone, and we're gonna we're gonna talk to her about this uh, meeting Weird Al and uh, whatever else pops up. <laughs> On the phone with us is Lily Hirsch. Uh, she will be coming out with a book called Weird Al Seriously uh, later this year. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, I was excited to see uh, see your book. I'm like, oh, this looks really cool, uh, especially coming from uh, – it's very – to me, it's very obviously from a little bit more of a like a – I don't know how to – Academic? Academic point of view. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my background. But I was trying to I was trying to get away from the academic. So it's hopefully somewhere in the middle because I definitely, again, <laughs> it's in the title, wanted to take Weird Al's music seriously and look at it in, in that kind of analytical way. But I don't want to lose the fun, you know, yeah. which is somewhat inevitable when you discuss a joke, you're going to kill that joke. But um, I'm, I'm hoping for middle ground here. I do have a very academic background this is actually my first book without the academic colon in the title Ooh. so directly okay I know. so i'm i'm really yeah so this is this is definitely a lot more fun for me than and than my normal stuff well well and then yeah I, I, a couple of the other books you have is like annalise lando's life uh in music nazi germany to california uh, yes uh music in the american crime prevention and punishment uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like some yeah. real hardcore serious topics yeah. here. Heck of a switch. Yeah, talk about a joke here just with incongruity. Just my CV now is kind of a, is pretty funny with that mix of <laughs> topics. Yeah. I did a serious talk a month ago about Annalisa Landau and her uh, escape from Nazi Germany. And in the introduction, um, the organizers said, and she also has a book coming out on Weird Al. So now... <laughs> wow. So now I just get a laugh wherever I go, and it's yeah. great. Oh, that's a, that's a great way to start too, though. Like yeah. that, a little bit of levity at the beginning of a, a, a of a talk. Um, yeah, you know they always say like make a joke is the yeah. first thing you do in a speech, kind of thing. There so you there you go. It's already done for you. You don't even have to exactly, do it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I'm not boxed in. No one, you know, keep them guessing. Exactly. Yeah. You have you have a lot of books about uh, Germany and. Uh, Jewish folk music in Germany or Jewish music in Germany. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, so why Weird Al? Like, like where, <laughs> where did that come from? But yeah, oh. but, but at the same time, it, I, I almost think that there's like an accordion connection. <laughs> I 
because there's yeah. probably a lot of accordion in the stuff that you had previously written okay. about. Well, the stuff I wrote about, I actually have not really dealt with the accordion before. Oh, okay. I dealt with some pretty, you know, like classical music, um, the hardcore, uh, quote unquote, masters. Um, but I've always been very interested in categories. Um, and uh, the idea of Jewish music was the first category I took on. People kind of uh, took it as a very simple thing. If you're Jewish, you write Jewish music. And I was concerned by that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jewish music is very complicated. People are very complicated. So I was attracted to that topic. And then with the music and crime prevention, it was another attraction to categories. Um, music is often seen as this kind of lofty thing that elevates you. But music can also be used to torture you, um, which I make clear in that book. So again, I was kind of taking on the category there of music itself. Um, that's, that's been kind of my M.O. So, so that's where wanting... you get to the accordion part. Oh, <laughs> the torture. No, that is. Oh, that's funny. No, boy. The torture. Yeah. No. Um, but I was actually wanting to do something about funny music because I see funny music is often dismissed. Humorous music is seen as somehow less than serious music. You've got this divide. Um, and I've always thought that was not correct. Um, funny music to, to really make music funny. You have to really know and understand music to be able to flip norms of music. You've got to really know music. It's, it's tough. It's smart. It's serious. So I was interested in writing about funny music and, you know, the obvious. I'm Weird Al's the obvious choice. He was just the clearest choice for me. And I was talking with this editor just at a conference about it would be such a dream to write about Weird Al. But it was a real kind of us just talking, just yeah. kind of saying, wouldn't this be amazing? And I had some sort of brave moment. My son uh, was five at the time and it, becoming a huge Weird Al fan. And I was think I was kind of bolstered by his enthusiasm, and I decided to just you know write an old school letter to Jay Levy, and maybe maybe they right, would okay. let me write a book about them. So, um, and this editor I talked to at the conference, she said, if you ever hear back from them, you know, we'll give you a contract. Just let us know. Oh wow! So yeah, so I just kind of long shot wrote to Jay Levy, and I eventually got a response, and. And they set up this interview and I was doing my homework really quickly because, again, I've been in classical music for so long. um, I didn't have a lot of time or it wasn't really part of my studies uh, to spend time with Weird Al's music. So I really got down to listening to all of Weird Al and and then all of a sudden I got to meet him larger than life. So I, I was off and running. That's awesome. We'll start off at the the. We got a couple of uh, a couple of chapters to read, and 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 one of the the coolest, not not you know, second to only to Weird Al, the you got Doctor Demento to do the yes. intro, and that that that's awesome. Yes, yes. I once I started getting brave, it's like I couldn't be stopped. The worst <laughs> thing a person can do is say no. So yeah. why not? just go for it and the beauty of this topic i don't actually think i'm ever going to repeat this because weird al and his team they're all so nice Mm -hmm. you know that rep that nice reputation is it's earned so um once i started asking people for help uh, involved with the weird al world everyone says yes it was I don't think I'm ever going to find that again in another topic. It's just been wonderful. Yeah, no, we've, we've sort of seen the same sort of thing. The community is just amazing. The, the personality of weird Al sort of spills out into the community and the the people who like him, one of the reasons they like him, I think is because 
he's a nice guy. And, and I think a lot of them are nice guys too. And so when they, they see weird Al, they like his music, but they also totally appreciate the, like the person he is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's real that I went to a concert that, a ridiculously indulgent <laughs> tour. I caught that in Turlock. And that was, I hate to say it, that was my first time at a Weird Al concert, yeah. um, which I'm almost embarrassed to say. I don't know why I was so late to this party. Um, but everyone there was really, really nice. Just yeah. waiting in line, people were thanking the people holding the door. And everyone everyone was so nice. I just couldn't get away from that nice feeling. And I loved it. And And I was glad to see when I met Weird Al that he is actually very, very nice in person. Because part of the reason I wanted to write about him right now is because I also really wanted to write about a nice man. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was writing about Annalisa Landau, I was very aware of gender stereotypes and the difficulties around being a woman in music. And then the Me Too movement was happening, and I was just becoming very angry at men. And that's unfortunate, especially because I'm married to a nice man. Um, And I thought, I'm either going to write about all females and musicians, or maybe, just to give us all a little hope, I could find a nice man in music to write about. And uh, Weird Al, Weird Al's definitely been that. He's He was so unnecessarily nice. Um, I just couldn't have asked for more. That's awesome. That's awesome. I wonder, I'm actually, well, as you're saying that, I'm wondering if there is, because it does, it feels like this is a, I mean, Weird Al always talks about how it always feels like he's coming back, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I, but I do feel like at, in the last couple of years, he's come back stayed and has been bigger than he probably ever has been in some ways. And it just makes me wonder if maybe the nice guy thing is just one more of those things that makes him that people are looking for. Like you were like, like, you know, like here's a guy we can get behind. We don't ever have to worry about our, our God being taken down by something crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I hope so. I hope that's part of it. He has just been around for so long doing his great work. Um, so I think at this point, it's hard for people to still talk about a comeback or he's still here. Cause yeah. it's like, yeah, duh guys. I mean, <laughs> it's been decades. Let's just accept this. Yeah, right? <laughs> and he yeah. just turned 60. It's, Unreal. you know, it's, it's momentous. Yeah. He got that star, you know, like yeah. that. And- yeah. Hall of Fame is next. That's yeah. what we're hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Yeah, at one point, yeah. Lily was an associate pre- professor at the Cleveland State University. So I'm just saying, maybe you could just walk down the street <laughs> and just be like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> slip his name in the ballot I, a few hundred times." <laughs> I love that you think I'm that important. I don't think I don't think I have that sort of sway, but um, that would someday. be amazing. Yeah, yeah. If I had it, I would use it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so that that's an interesting uh, topic in the terms of like, if that's your first concert with Weird Al like how did what did you how did you find it as a concert because he was playing stuff that if you're not a hardcore Weird Al fan you might not have even recognized like how how was that as an experience well I mean the songs were still great I love that it was so intimate you know he would talk about Mm -hmm. the different songs I you know just the way I am I had my little notebook and I was you know, furiously writing everything he was saying. So I was getting all kinds of information from that. Mm-hmm. And just the intimacy of the crowd, the people were 
very, I mean, you know, they were talking to me. So I was just learning a lot about the fans and about the people. I loved that intimacy of that concert. I thought it was just wonderful. I went to the last tour too, and that was also great. And I was glad I had that bigger experience. Yeah. But I loved that first concert. It was great. And Emo Phillips oh, uh, opened. Yeah. Man, God, he was so funny. <laughs> great. It was a great uh, tour. He was amazing. That, I think yeah. was probably my, fest, my favorite Weird Al concert. Oh, by that far. Tour. By far. Yeah. yeah. So good. Looks like I started in a good spot. I oh, got yeah. Lucky. Oh, totally. We, we actually went to two different ones because the the playlist was changing all the time. So so we got two, and we I think there was maybe four songs that were the same from the two concerts back to back. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and that was just that was that yeah. was so much more cool amazing. too because you're like I just got like twenty five songs as opposed to like the twelve I normally would get and listen to them twice. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's so neat the way he was changing it up based on the different places and. Yeah, he, yeah, it was it was a great tour. It was I loved it. Very cool, very cool. And that definitely yeah, <laughs> goes into like what you're talking about with like his musical genius because that tour especially showed off his chops and like how great his yeah. band is and all of his original songs, which is we we feel it, that's where his like true genius is and is not his parodies, his originals where he can really show off how great of a musician he actually is. So that was a good yeah. to see that for you, you know, diving into his musical chops. No, that's true. And he does have real musical chops. I was actually real impressed with the most recent tour, you know, having that big orchestra behind him and the way I thought he projected, like his voice was really on point and bigger. I don't know what kind of exercises he was doing, but I was really impressed with his voice on the last tour, yeah. matching the orchestra. Well, and, and he's he's done great stuff. Like, I think there, I believe he got lessons when he was, uh, when he, like in the 90s, yeah. and he, his voice yeah. has just really come out from there. So, yeah. Yes, I know that he has had kind of just a few lessons to help with not losing his voice from tour to tour, because that is a, you know, that's a lot of time singing to not lose your voice from night to night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have a uh, favorite original Weird Al song? After you've dived into his whole catalog and gone through this book, is there any like one of his originals, or you know, one of each, a parody and original that just parody jumps out? Parody and at original. You? Um, let me see. Um, gosh, you know, I don't know. I liked exploring all of his repertoire. I don't know if I can pick a favorite. There's a few. My son sings Albuquerque, and I find it hilarious. <laughs> Mine too. Because it, yes, it, yes, because it's just amazing. There, that is a long song <laughs> with amazing detail, amazing yeah. imagery, and to hear a five-year-old get through that whole thing is there's just mm-hmm. nothing I enjoy more. Um, yep. As I did really love Trash Day when I was working on this book, as far as his parodies. Yeah. Um, I hadn't heard that one before. I was aware of some of the, you know, uh, some of the bigger ones, you know, white and nerdy and um, Amish Paradise and things like this. But I had not heard Trash Day and st- still I, until I started really going through it. Mm-hmm. And that one, for some reason, that was for me, that was like my girl power anthem. I just <laughs> love that he took down the hot in here, which after a while, when I was looking at these two songs, I was so disgusted by the original, Nelly's original, yeah. Yeah. you know, the like, take off your clothes. And then this girl's like, oh, yeah, I'll take yeah. off my clothes that yeah. <laughs> that he that Weird Al took that song and made it this discussion about taking out the trash with the man saying, you know, let's, you know, you need to take out the trash and her saying, yeah, no, Oh, I loved that. Well, and I, I like the, that's how, how I feel about, um, word crimes too, 
is yes, is you're absolutely. like oh the song is so like the music to the song is so cool but i don't want to associate it with the rest of the stuff yeah the original song yeah. yeah so i so when i play weird al song i'm like yeah i get the cool music and i get this fun fun comedy stuff on top of it and i don't have to think about that guy yeah you know yeah he improved some of these songs there are actually quite a few of them when i was going through it eventually i had to ask him you know it's like he knew that these guys were dirt bags even before we all knew <laughs> they were dirt bags because he takes on uh you know trapped in the drive-through yeah uh, mm-hmm. that was before all of the r kelly stuff really got big and he still like took that song he made the original look ridiculous yep. um it, it was just it was it was beautiful he did that he did the taco grande that that was <laughs> yeah yep. you know it's so he's taking down these like like hypersexual, yes. super gross guys. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love how yeah, he does I had to... gross songs. He makes them way better and cleaner. That's the one problem, though, because I like my kids to hear the originals when I play the parodies, and there's like several like those you've all mentioned. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to play this original for you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's do the Weird Al version. And yeah. if we can – I have told my daughter about some of the originals being kind of problematic and mm-hmm. that weird Al took those and it's almost like a statement um i will always i asked weird Al quite a few times um about things like that uh trying to get at whether or not it's a statement yeah. and he is always very or i say always like i talk to him all yeah. the time which is not <laughs> not accurate um but he doesn't seem to go in for saying there's a statement there but um it's hard not to see that uh, that he keeps going for these sorts of songs uh these kind of gross hypersexual songs and and by changing them up the way he does he makes those guys and makes that behavior look ridiculous it's I find that I find that meaningful, and and that's pretty impressive with yeah. Nelly's. Song. I mean, R, R. Kelly's not Nelly. Yeah. R. Kelly's song because it's already kind of ridiculous to begin with. Yeah. Oh yeah. So to like oh, yeah. make that, yeah, that's a talent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That song, that song was ridiculous in its original form. So long, so detailed. You know, I'm getting up at this time. Now yeah. I'm yawning and I'm stretching. So that he takes that and he adds he adds his own silly details about why well, we can have liver for dinner. It's just great. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't do the full like two and a half hours the original is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Oh. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's that cool. was a good one. Uh, so yeah. did you when you, during your interviews did you talk to each of the members of the band or was it just Al for the most part? No, you know I don't know if I was just being careful i felt so lucky that i got the interview with weird al that i didn't want to push my luck oh no too far yeah i understand (laughs) yeah yeah so i did um bermuda helped me he is the the great collector so Mm -hmm. he had all of this material that he showed me and i just couldn't have done it without him he was wonderful and i really wanted to talk to the rest of the band but i just i just didn't want to impose too far and i already felt like i had when i interviewed uh, weird out you know he invited me to his home he'd never met me you know i could have been very crazy i might be very crazy <laughs> but they were so generous jay levy and uh weird Al, uh that i just i didn't want to i didn't want to push it too far uh, yeah i totally understand I was, you know I'm so just there's hope, charlie there's hope yes oh, no um <laughs> no that's that's really cool um how how was the experience at al's house um Oh, that was it. Was, that was surreal. a funny day. It was. It, it was surreal. I've interviewed people before, um, in the classical world, uh, but something about 
Mr. Yankovic. That's how I <laughs> refer to him when I interviewed him. It was very formal. Um, uh, I was very nervous. I think because I'd been watching videos and listening to his music just constantly to then see him just as he is. And he's tall and he's colorful and he, you know, he, he makes, he strikes quite a pose there. Um, I became ridiculously nervous and I have a terrible poker face. So once I felt those nerves and I'm looking at him, I think the first thing I said was, wow, I'm so nervous. So I definitely made a very cool impression. <laughs> um, on the way to, I had, I thought, okay, I'm coming to his home. So the polite thing in my experience is you bring a gift, to, <laughs> to, right? Yeah, so yeah. then I'm thinking, yeah, that's what you do when someone's hosting you. So I thought, what do I bring weird out? It was a ridiculous question for me. I thought, what do I need to bring? He doesn't, he doesn't really drink alcohol. No. I shouldn't bring him meat. No, nope, Why nope. would I bring him meat? That doesn't make <laughs> any sense. meat. <laughs> yeah, here you go. We're meeting, <laughs> so I brought some meat. There you go. That was my first thought. I should just bring some steaks. No. So um, I brought some candies from my local city. And then I I brought, yeah, candies. It seems okay. And then I brought um, one of my past books, the Music and Crime Prevention book, actually. Just because I thought I'd I'd show him, you know, I, I have written a book before so i can do this i don't know what i was thinking. That, that's the one with the and, where the covers like part of a jail with like a surveillance camera and surveillance camera and loudspeaker yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i brought um and that's i great. on the way i thought to myself do not hand this to him and say i hope you don't find any word crimes oh. um, <laughs> but, but once you say something like that to yourself and you're, you're nervous that you're gonna say it and i absolutely said that um oh, so man. Yeah, so I, I kind of, yeah, I was more nervous. I was not my cool self. Okay, I'm not really cool, obviously, but um, I was not the cool self I strive to be. Um, but I pulled it together, and he was so polite. He offers me, you know, what would you like to drink? And I'm like, Weird Al's going to get me something to drink? I, no, 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 I, I'm good. I don't yeah, need anything. Yeah, yeah. And, then, uh, and then we sat down for the interview, um, and he was wonderful. I've interviewed other people where they get up to take calls in the middle or, you know, they're distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't. He was fully listening to each question, really trying to come up with answers. Um, I write in the book that at one point I asked him something and he said, sorry, I can't think of anything. And I laughed because um, for him to apologize to me, yeah. <laughs> it was, just seemed so far out. But um no, it was a great experience. Uh, the next time I talked to him was over the phone, and I thought I was a lot cooler that time. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so no more jokes from me <laughs> to him in the future. <laughs> no, but that sounds, that sounds awesome. And I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure you were probably in the top 25% of, of the people he's had interview him because, you know, because you're, you're at least having fun and you're like, trying to get on his level as opposed to like any other person who would just be like so stiff eat it. and like yeah yeah exactly so tell me about eat it like everyone else does a million times <laughs> you're the eat it guy right <laughs> yeah yeah well it was early in my research so i i might have not had the you know occasionally some questions i, I could have probably found but you're right i have been online through the interviews since then that he's done with other people and there are some pretty bad interviews readily available so hopefully <laughs> i wasn't one of those uh, <laughs> um that does bring up interviewing now is is a hard thing to do I was really impressed with the number of times that you started with a quote from one interview and, and then finished with a, an additional line from Al. 
that that helped bring it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Al's been doing this so long that he does have a lot yeah. of stock jokes to a lot of things. Yes. So he the does. truth is sometimes hard to find out about certain aspects of things. No, and that's true. And I have noticed when I've gone through, you know, newspaper articles and all these things that he's so smart. He's got such an amazing memory that some of the uh, responses are verbatim the same. He's able to just say the same thing. Um, And he does lead with those jokes. And when I, you know, I'm trying to do this serious Weird Al study, uh, there were times I was trying to get at politics and his music and things like that that he does seem to shy away from. Um, so he, you know, he would kind of go, go for a joke and, um, I would have to try another way. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, I loved when he gave that speech, when he got his Hollywood star at the very end of the speech. I don't know if you remember this. He says, you know, I feel like I have a platform here. Could make a statement. It seemed like this moment he was, and he was referencing Trump star being destroyed. So he was kind of touching on politics. And I thought, oh boy, here, he's going to do it. He's going to say something political. And then he's like, uh, I'm selling a used credenza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. That was yeah. a great moment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That Welcome was. to Al. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There is yeah, no he serious got me. Al, right? <laughs> Yeah, you tried to you, you did your best to get to serious Al. You know that's the, the yeah the, your your subject. That's the point of your book is just to get a deep dive into his music. You know that that's your point. As far as, far as I infer, reading what we, you sent us, like I want to read more. I want to find out where this goes. How deep are you going? Like so, it sounds like yeah. you're trying to get like deeper meanings, like in politics, or is that or yeah. just like more into the music politics i do have a chapter on politics where i'm trying you know i do think there's a political elements in a few of his songs so i wanted to kind of bring that out Mm -hmm. um and i you know i do think there's some issues around gender he does flip these you know very toxic songs and kind of complicate them in interesting ways and he does that too when he's parodies um songs by female musicians it's kind of this interesting play on gender sometimes um, I did talk and I was able to, you know, get him to talk a little bit about that. I asked him about songs like, you know, Trash Day and um, Trapped in the drive through And he brought up the term toxic masculinity, that that deserves to be taken down a little bit. So mm-hmm. I loved that he brought that up. Um, I do have a chapter on race because um, a few of these songs kind of. Uh, have issues around race like uh, Amish Paradise and Pretty Fly for a Rabbi um, and White and Nerdy and and so I, I kind of go through some of these these themes. I also treat his language as a serious topic because his language play is amazing. You know, with aphorisms and puns and his interest in language is is remarkable. And that's you know treated at, can be treated as light, but it's also uh, you know that takes some serious intellect. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I think my point is to show the work behind this music, the thought and intelligence behind this music. Um, and you know, that comedic music has that it can have that it's not just serious music that deserves the accolades. Humorous music is rich with so much, um, and it serves all kinds of different purposes. Um, and then also, you know, to showcase what kind of person this is weird Al, a nice, intelligent, talented musician. Um, so those are kind of some of my larger points. Very cool. Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys. <laughs> I think what, what asked that. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, well, and, and honestly, the, the, the biggest compliment that we can both say is we read the, 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 intro, the intro, the um, the Dementos thing, the intro, and then the chapter one. And when we got to the end of chapter one, we're like, 
What next? Yeah. What next? I want to know what's next. Like, oh, I'm good. So excited well, we'll to read very the rest much of it. Forward to the book. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. See, and that doesn't yeah, always sure. happen with academic books. So I was I was trying to write so that that would happen in more in a more accessible way than I normally do, and and I do include a few jokes of my own. Yeah, I yeah. I <laughs> should probably apologize for that. <laughs> definitely kept us interested yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah and one of the other things is like the depth of research you have like I was talking about like some of the things you start with a quote he says to somebody else and then you back it up with with more information from Al himself but then there's also uh, talking about uh, all his favorite comedians and, and uh, things about like how uh, was it Free Stan Freebird Freebird died mm-hmm. early like I I didn't mm-hmm. personally know that and yeah so so th- all the times you sort of take a tangent for for a paragraph, but then like go into things that that deal with Al and are they're they're tangentially related to Al, but they're but you get just deep enough that you're like you also learn a thing or two about that other subject that makes you go, oh, that's really cool. I'm I'm glad I know that because this does play into Al in some way. Yeah, it can kind of give you some deeper context. I hope that's definitely what I was trying to do and. I hope you still feel that way later on when you're reading things like Trigger Happy and I'm giving Ooh. you a history of gun violence. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a yeah. troubling song. We had a, we were worried about that episode on our, on our uh, podcast. Like, how are we going to treat this one? <laughs> that's a tough one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, that was something that did come up in the first interview um, with Weird Al when we were talking about interpretation around parody. People don't always get what's happening when you're dealing with parody Mm -hmm. um and he's had some people take that song quite literally um when it's not supposed to be taken literally yeah Yeah. and i I think i read sometime where where it was like the guy was like hey i love your song trigger happy all the and he's like yeah thanks yeah and yeah the end yeah you don't (laughs) want to rile up a gun person you know like it's just smart to agree yeah 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 no it's it's been interesting and and i definitely think that even I mean, we did season one started two years ago or something. And I, I feel like even within that two years, I think if we were to go back and do some of the songs, there's been a lot of things that have happened mm-hmm. since some songs yeah. came out. Um, and I mean, even to, even to the point of like, what do we do with a Michael Jackson parody at this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I found that so interesting that he left those songs off with the off the last tour with that HBO documentary right. just out. Yeah. And that was an interesting thing, too. I was talking. I do have a chapter about insult. He has a lot of insult in his songs mm-hmm. for a guy who's considered to be so nice. Yeah. Um, and some of the insult is not his fault because these songs, the parodies change over time. He has a lot of songs where the meaning has changed over time because of new events and new knowledge and what we find out about Michael Jackson or, or, you know, with the trigger happy with what's happening in the news at that time. Um, He had talked about leaving that out after, you know, uh, after a certain killing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, some of these Things like Ground Zero is a completely different term now yeah. Yeah. than it was 30 years ago when he wrote Christmas at Ground Zero. And and to, yeah. pl- to say that title out loud to somebody who's not aware of what it used to mean, it, it yeah. just seems like the, the most horrendous song ever. Yeah. You're like, oh, Wait, yeah. what did he do? And yeah. Yeah, to the point where that's as hard a song to even explain and then play because that ground zero has such meaning right now. Um, He can get away with some of the songs. I guess he he has 
um, continue to sing songs with the word midget, but he can kind of explain and say, okay, this word was not as bad when I wrote it as it is now. Um, and people have looked past spastic as another one yep, uh, that yep. comes up in word crimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ground zero, that's, yeah, that's pretty much 9-11 has ruined that song. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, well, and, and, and it is interesting. I, I do think that he also gets away with um, not unreliable narrator, but sort of this like, no, no, the person singing this song is a terrible person. Yeah. And so therefore, when they see, say slightly terrible things, it's not me saying those things. It's a bad person saying those things. And bad people do say those things in a way yeah. that, that lets him skirt some of the lines, too, I think. Oh, no, that's definitely true. He plays so many characters in his songs and parody uh, or even with the originals, they often rely on a different genre. There's some reference to something else. So there's other people to blame. Yeah. 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 Um, anything else, Steve? No, I'm just, I was just in my head thinking about like you mentioned the uh, the comedy. This You can get it. The, the comedian he liked that died at 48. I don't think it was. It was Freebird. I don't think it was. Oh, you don't think it's him? It wasn't Tom Lear, Stanford. I can't think of the third. It was Sherman. It was Sherman. 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 Yeah, we Sherman. always thank you. I could not think of his name. I was like, I think you said yeah. the wrong one, Charlie. We literally had this conversation yeah. half an, like an hour ago, and we've forgotten it since then. Yeah, yeah. Sherman. Yeah. Sherman was the one you were talking okay. about who died. But anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. It was my head, sure. I couldn't get it out of my head. That's good for the correction. But all of those, yes, all of those musical comedians had short careers for various yeah. reasons. Yeah. Alan Sherman was definitely the most tragic, but Stan Freeberg uh, switches to advertising, and Tom Lehrer. He's a math professor, retired math professor. So again, Weird Al, his longevity is something without comparison. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's like Cal Ripken, basically. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Iron Man, where you're just like playing the most yeah, things him. in a row. Yeah. That's what Cal Ripken did, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Baseball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, baseball. baseball guy. I, I've heard of him. He, he played for a long time, I guess. I don't know. I'm a hockey guy. Yeah, I've... Uh, He's like Wayne Gretzky. Went off. You know, he's great. <laughs> Everything's like Wayne Gretzky. He's he went, the, Wayne Gretzky's done everything. Like, yeah. is there another so Weird guy? Al's done everything? So Weird Al is more like Wayne Gretzky. He's there not the Yammer Yager of uh... no, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different discussion. This is a different discussion here. Sorry. <laughs> we can but, bring it back with a little sports song. Yes, oh, there, there you go. go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, which is something I relate to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're great, and you suck. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, you did talk about insults. You also have another book coming out called Insulting Music? <laughs> yes. Or that you're working yes. on? Yeah, I had been working on that one even before the Weird Al book. And I think that one started to really um, get me to think about Weird Al, too, because there were so many insults. Yeah, this book is a little different um, about the connection between um, music and insult, because there are so many different genres of music uh, that have an awful lot of insult. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I kind of got carried away with that. No, no, I understand. I, I just I saw that on the list and I was like. Ooh, that sounds that sounds interesting. After I read Weird Al's book, I'm going to definitely look for that one. After that, there might be some crossovers. Oh. There's a couple Weird Al yeah, songs yeah. that would fit on that. I think <laughs> I do have a little section on Weird Al. Yeah. Got a little Frank Zappa in there. There's, there's yep. quite yep. a lot oh, sports yeah. music. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, that boy can dance is pretty insult heavy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. He definitely yeah. has some songs that got problematic. So I'm like you said, I'm really super looking forward to reading the rest of this book, and it's just. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool reading what you sent us. Like, yes, there was a lot of stuff that we knew already, but just like Charlie was saying, the way that you kind of like fit in every now and then new 
little bits of information or ex- expanded on what he had said before, it just kept us interested. It's like really like, wow, this is really cool. I like this deep dive intellectual kind of thing you're taking. I, I really am looking forward to reading the rest of this book. Well, I'm I'm so glad, and I really hope you like it. And it's really, really important to me that the Weird Al fans like this book um, because they are an amazing group of people. There's this wonderful book I had read about uh, fandom and, and this idea that, uh, people that are really devoted to a particular musician, a real hardcore fan, like there's something wrong with them. It's like a pathology. <laughs> okay. um, but the Weird Al fans, uh, it, that's so far from the case because this is it's such a creative bunch. You know, there's so many art, artistic. There was just that art exhibit all devoted to Weird yeah. Al. Yeah. Uh, there's, you know, there's fanzines and there's other parodies and there's it's just a very creative, smart bunch i mean i'm sure not in its entirety but i've just been so impressed with the weird al fans that i've met and it's so important no 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 no, no. i'm sure that there's a pathos or a pathology somewhere but it just seems to be like a pathology of like niceness 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 yeah and creative and a lot of smart people that is very true funny yeah, so I I really hope the fans like this book. I'm yeah, sure they will. And and I know I I have the two of us. I'm the researcher. I'm the guy who loves loved the tour you were talking about because he did talk about all the songs and I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to I'm going to figure out if he tells us any stories we've never heard before because I'm going to put that, yeah. you know, next time we do the podcast, I have to make sure we add that to the yeah. to the growing he list was of things." Notes during the tour. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um Yeah. And so this book does a great job of just really like finding a lot of stuff and putting it together in ways that is very interesting to read and 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 but but also going i think i think it sounds like uh, the the chapters we haven't gotten to yet are are a lot of interesting looks at weird al that most people kind of like slide by Mm -hmm. because they don't want to look into that and 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 it is harder to look at that stuff because he does guard a lot of it to himself so so to take a look at some of those aspects of things because i do think he is an influence on some on a lot of those things and and it it isn't something we should just forget about because it is something that can be addressed at some point and it would be and and i i I'm excited for that as a researcher. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's really cool. And those were really fun chapters for me to write. I think he creates these really rich conversations in his music around gender and race and, and these other topics. And, and there's nothing wrong with taking a look at that. And, and I should say that weird Al, I was a little nervous cause he does seem to shy away from making those grandiose statements. Um, um, but we sent this book to him to see what he thought. And we didn't have to do that. There was no contract in place where he had to sign off on it. Mm-hmm. It was a kind of good faith. He's been so wonderful. I, I hoped he would like it. So we sent it and oh my goodness, I was so nervous. It would have just destroyed me if he hadn't liked it. But he says he likes it. So um, these conversations and, and what I bring out um, didn't turn him off. So that's that's my ringing endorsement. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's awesome. We're, we hope all the, our fans uh, go out and buy it. Uh, can you give some details of when it will be available and where? And Yes, it'll be available in March. It's being put out by Roman and Littlefield. It's already pre-order ready on their website and on Amazon. So it should be... Um, uh, readily available. <laughs> There's more information on my website. Also, I have a lilyhirsch.com kind of basic 
uh, website. But again, pre-order on Amazon. Okay. And the full name once again of the, of the book. Weird Al, seriously, short and sweet. Excellent. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't think I knew about the short and sweet part. <laughs> Cool. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. I just added that. Yeah, that's not now. part of the title. Oh, <laughs> see, yeah. see, this is why it's hard. All right. Oh, oops. No, 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 no. That's great. That's great. It's very it seems tall perfect. and sweet. It's, yeah, yeah. tall and tall and sweet. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, no, but thank you very much. Uh, it was great talking to you. Uh, you've definitely hit on some topics with Weird Al that I definitely need to go back and think about in terms of like um, – messages that he may be saying in terms of yeah. what he does and deeper and and deeper meanings and and maybe looking at if he is trying to figure out how hard he picks his songs to take the down that toxic masculinity sort yeah. of because yeah. i i That'd never thought of that yeah me but, either yeah like i i kind of like thinking like Yes, maybe it is sub- subconscious, but also like those kind of dirtbag songs sadly seem to be the ones that get really, really popular. So it could be yeah. that. It could be a coincidence, and it could not be. I don't know. It, it could also be like yeah. 90% of the artists out there are kind of dirtbaggy to begin that with. Too? So, so yeah. if you're throwing darts at the board, you're yeah. going to hit a lot of those. But I, um, I, I like, I lo- but I do like the thought that like it's not you know, accidental. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I kind of liked that thought, too. It made me like Weird Al a little more. But um, I don't think he fully confirmed that. The, there's, there's an easy joke there. And I know he made it very clear that the humor is the main point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think these other things are there, too. Yeah, he might want to not upset people either. He likes being you know, on people's good sides. Yeah. Yes. Well, but also show, don't tell kind of in a way. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're yeah. telling this message, you want it to be a little bit more uh, just – getting people naturally in that corner as opposed to like speaking to them directly about it. And maybe, yeah, that's true. And that's kind of the beauty of parody too. You can take a lot of things from these songs, you know, and there's lots of ways to respond to the humor. You know, there's humor just in the song or there's humor when you think of the original juxtaposed with the parody or there's all kinds of ways to respond to his music, which makes it uh, to me so rich. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. The jester is the only one who can tell the truth. I don't know if that was what was in her book or where I read somewhere else, but um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Lily, for dropping by. We're all Yankovics. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, we definitely, we love the part of the book that we've read so far. And we definitely want to read more. Yes. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. No Thanks problem. for having me, guys. That was so fun. Thanks. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. That was awesome. She 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 was great. Um, I think she had never been on a podcast before, but she did a wonderful job doing that. Uh, lots of information without revealing too much, so you yeah. still want to buy the book, you know. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I, 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 like we said, we were not lying. We read that first chapter, and then we're like, oh, no, this what? is the end? Oh, yeah. oh, man. Oh, man. And I'm, I'm, I, I know I said it at the end of the interview, but I am very interested to see what comes out of her analysis of some of these deeper meanings or the the geopolitical landscape that Al is part of yeah. without maybe specifically being part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody exists in this geopolitical landscape, whether they want to or not. And I, and, and I would really, I'm really looking forward to seeing what, what she draws uh, about weird Al in that aspect of things. Yeah. Me too. I, I'm really, I can't wait till this book comes out. Yeah. 
Cool. Very exciting. Uh, thank you a hundredth time, Lily, for dropping by. Uh, and thank you, everybody else, for listening. Uh, we can't do this without you. Uh, make sure you drop by Facebook. Uh, go to Instagram or uh, Twitter. Twitter. I don't even know what they are anymore. TikTok. Do we have a TikTok? I don't, <laughs> I don't think, think we have so. a TikTok. Uh, you can call us up. It's 302-72-WEIRD. That's 302-72-WEIRD or 302-72-9343. Got it. Yeah. Uh, thank you uh, for listening. I, I already said that. I, I I just enjoyed this interview so much that I don't know you what don't to say it. anymore. You're supposed to keep saying thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So All right. thanks. Bye. Bye.